But uh, if you would, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Ephesians, chapter number 3, and verse number 20. Excuse me, I'll try not to hold you too long. I'm usually not too long-winded, but uh, I do want to make sure that I get out what the Lord's given to me and then get out of the way and let him do what he wants to do tonight. Because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not just believing that I'm going to be here and just preach a message, make an altar call, and then go sit down and go home tonight. But I'm believing for experiences and encounters like what we had this morning, where testimonies and God comes in and does the miraculous and does what only he can do here tonight. Are you believing for that as well? Not just, not just because I'm here. I mean, that can, not, not, it's not because it's me, but it's because that's just what he does is when he steps onto the scene, miracles take place and healings take place and breakthroughs happen and deliverance and people are saved. Amen. Amen. But when you have the scripture tonight, if you would stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. (coughs) Verse number 20, very familiar scripture here tonight, says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. One more time. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Hallelujah. Pray with me if you would. Father, we thank you for your wonderful spirit and presence that is in the house tonight. We thank you for everything that you've already done for us today, God, and thank you for everything that you've already done in this service. I ask, God, that you would anoint me here tonight, that you would speak through me this word, Lord God, as you've birthed it in me. And I ask, God, that nobody would leave here the same way that they came in, God, that you would do what only you can do tonight, Father. And we ask it all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. I'm going to preach tonight, if the Lord would help me, the title of the message is Exceeding Abundantly. Hallelujah. Uh, Pastor Setzer, where this message came from, it was birthed in me, you know, several weeks ago. Pastor Setzer, uh, towards the end of each year, the last few months, what he does is he begins to fast and pray on the theme that God has for our church in the coming year. And what he told us was at the beginning of this year, he said that the Lord has given me the theme for 2023, and that theme is God is more than enough. Hallelujah. And that's, like I said, that's where this message with birth, he began, God began to deal with me concerning this service, and I, I, I began to pray and fast and seek God. And what I heard the Lord say was, it may be the theme for your home church this year, but my body needs to know that no matter how big their problem may be, I am more than enough to perform the miracle that they are looking for. Hallelujah. I, that I am not a God that will do just enough to get you to scrape by or just barely make it, but I am a God that will exceed abundantly beyond anything you could ever ask or think of. Hallelujah. And and we had a Wednesday night service, and there's a sister in our church, her name is is Kelly White and she stood up and she testified 
She testified after pastor had been preaching and really and really getting it root, trying to get it rooted in us that God is more than enough. And she stood up and she testified on a Wednesday night and she said that my family, we've been praying, we've been seeking God and we've needed a miracle for a very long time. And we've been praying and we've been fasting and we've been believing God for this miracle. And we knew that it was a big ask. We knew that it was, it was something big that needed done in our family. And she said there came a point in, in, in the time of praying and believing for this miracle. She said there came a point where each one of us began to say, God, we know that this is what we've been asking for. But... You know, this is what we've been asking for, but maybe if you would just do this here. If you would just do this for us, we would be okay. And we would know that it was taken care of. But how many knows? How many knows that when God gives a promise and it's right here, we can't stop here? When he says, this is what I'm going to do for your family, or this is what I'm going to do for your church, and we say, God, just do it right here. We are missing out on what he really wants to do. And she said, we said, we'd be fine right here, God. We'd be fine right here. But she said, there came a day when we saw him do what we were asking for and what we were needing for. She said, and it wasn't just what we were believing for right here, but she testified and said, he blew it out of the water for us. Hallelujah. He didn't even just do it right here, but he said, I know this is what you've been believing for. You've even said that we'll settle for this, but I'm going to take what you needed here and I'm going to go exceeding abundantly above what you we're even asking for <coughs> hallelujah he's not a God that does things just here he doesn't just stop right here but he is a God that when he does a thing, he does not leave room for man to take any credit whatsoever hallelujah Hallelujah. But she testified and said he blew our minds. He blew it out of the water for us. We were believing for this, but he went above and beyond. Hallelujah. And how many of us in here tonight? How many of us in here tonight have been praying? I'm not asking you for a raising of hands or anything like that. But how many of you in here tonight would be able to testify and say, I've been praying, I've been fasting, I've been seeking God for a very, very, very long time. And there's been a part of me that said, maybe this isn't what God is really wanting to do in my life or in my family's life. Maybe it's down here somewhere. I'm here to tell you, friend, it's not down here somewhere it's not even right here it's far above what you're even believing for and the bible says be not weary in well-doing for those who sow they shall reap in due time hallelujah do not give up tonight don't settle tonight but believe god for your miracle yeah. hallelujah concerning our text here tonight <coughs> Excuse me. 
Concerning our text here tonight, growing up in the church, and I know Pastor Jade, I'm sure, could testify to this as well. But growing up in church from a very young age, I would hear some ministers throughout the years and they would quote this scripture that we read tonight as our text and they would, they would quote it in messages or in exhortations and testimonies and several times I would hear them as they would say it and they wouldn't say exceeding abundantly, they would say exceeding and abundantly. And it wasn't until my teenage years, my pastor at the time, Pastor Tim Noble, he made the statement. He said they quote that scripture wrong when they say exceeding and abundantly. He said it's exceeding abundantly. That means that it exceeds abundantly. Hallelujah. What is the definition of abundantly? It means large quantities or one definition is even plentiful. Plentiful meaning enough. Our God is more than enough tonight hallelujah never one time throughout scripture do we ever read where God comes up short didn't have enough resources lost track or missed his moment hallelujah but every time he stepped onto the scene he never ceased to show his all power and all authority and make a way where there seemed to be no way hallelujah whether it was in Genesis when he created the entire universe that we are living in today out of absolute nothingness all by himself parting a Red Sea for Israel to cross over, opening the eyes of a servant to see the angel armies protecting them or taking five loaves and two fish and feeding thousands with leftovers to spare or bringing a dead man back to life when they said that he was too late. Hallelujah. He has never not done exceeding abundantly when he shows up but he always exceeds beyond anything we could ever dream of he's more than enough for you tonight hallelujah hallelujah and then even in the reality of it the phrase exceeding abundantly is still only mere terms that can still not come close to what his ability and his power can do in this house tonight our finite human minds and understanding still cannot come up with words that can come even close to what he is capable of doing before we leave here tonight Hallelujah. The Greek word for exceeding is the word hooper, which means above and beyond. Above and beyond all that we ask or think. Hallelujah. The Greek word for abundantly is parisos, which means super abundant or exceeding abundantly above and beyond measure. Hallelujah. Pastor Setzer made this statement. He made this statement several Sunday mornings ago. He said that the biggest dreamers and thinkers and askers in the room still cannot even come close to what our God has the ability to do. Hallelujah. Our finite minds and imaginations cannot even come up with any sort of request or dream that could even come close to him maxing out his power and ability with the miracle that we need here today. 
tonight. So I'm asking you the question, what is it you're asking God for tonight? What is it you're believing God for here tonight? Do you think it's too big? Do you think it's too much? Do you think it's above and beyond what you could ever experience in your life? Friend, no, it's not too big for our God. It's never been too big for our God and never ever will it be too big for him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We read in the book of 1 Kings chapter number 17. We read of a woman, her son, and a prophet of God. (coughs) Excuse me. The prophet comes to the woman and asks her for some water. And as she's getting ready to get the water for Elijah, she says, he says to her, he says, bring me a piece, uh, uh, bring me a cake. Or bring me a piece of bread as well while you're getting the water. And the woman responds, she said, I don't have a cake. All I have is a handful of meal in a barrel and just a little bit of oil. And what I'm out here doing, prophet, is I'm gathering sticks together. And I'm going to start a fire. And with what little bit of meal and oil that I have left is I'm going to make a cake for myself and my son, and then we're going to go die. That's it for us. We're done. There's no other way out. Hallelujah. With her circumstances, and I believe that there's several in here tonight, and this is where I'm going with it. I believe there's several in here tonight. The circumstances and the miracle that you're, breed, that, you're, that you're praying and needing for here tonight. It may not be to the level of where somebody is going to die, but I believe there may even be some in here tonight where it's a matter of life and death. But I know in here tonight that there's some that have a need and a miracle that they've been praying and believing for tonight. That's saying, God... If you don't do it, if you don't do it, there's no end in sight, and that's it. This woman had nothing but grim. It was grim, and it was in despair. She was desperate. And she was saying, prophet, I've got nothing left but this. This is for me and my son, and then we're going to go die. But he said to her, He says, make me a cake first. He says, make me a cake first. And I promise you that the meal and the oil will never run out until it rains again. See, they were in a famine. They were in a drought. There was no rain. There was no food. So when she ran out, There was nothing left. There was no food. She couldn't go ask it from her friends because they needed it. She couldn't go ask it from anybody else in town because they needed it. When she ran out, that was it. That was it. But the prophet said, if you would make me a cake first, I promise you, The God that I serve will exceed abundantly beyond what you could ever even believe for in your life. Hallelujah. Because what the, excuse me. Because in our text tonight, the scripture starts off by saying, now unto him that is able. 
It places God as the source of all power. Hallelujah. And Elijah presents to her that source of all power that will sustain her and her son through this time of drought in the land. Praise God. In verse number 14 it says, For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall no waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. Hallelujah. The source of power is presented to the woman just like it is presented to us tonight as almighty God. Praise God. And the end of our text tonight, it says, according to the power that worketh within us. And the word according in the Greek is kata, K-A-T-A, which means with which is joined. Meaning that the power of God is not automatic here tonight. Meaning it's not like a genie in a bottle where when we say the magic word, it's all done and dandy because our God is not a magician. He's not a magician and he's not a genie in a bottle where it's the power is here. I can just walk in and it's done and dandy. No. But it means that his power that is his power joins together with our faith that is in us. And we see his power move in this house tonight and do what only he can do. Because we know that God always honors faith. Hallelujah. And he requires an evidence of faith before he moves. And a lot of times, a lot of times that faith has to be stretched beyond our own comprehension. That faith has to be stretched beyond our own abilities. It has to be stretched beyond our own understanding. Because if we're believing for something here, where there's room for somebody else to come in and take credit for it, where there's a man or a doctor or a medicine or somebody, something like that can come in and say, well, this is the real reason why it happened. But when it's like the woman here in 1 Kings where she said, this is it. When we're in a situation like she was facing and we say, God, this is it. Then there is no other explanation that God, other than God stepping on the scene and doing what only he can do. Hallelujah. Where he says, you've done what you can do. And look at where it's at. You've done all that you can do. But God steps onto the scene and says, now watch and believe and see what only I can do. Hallelujah. In a lot of my prayer times in the mornings, there's been several times where I've been praying for certain services or, or praying for certain individuals or situations. And I'm going to say that boastful tonight. But I've heard the Lord say, watch and see. Hallelujah. And that's all I've heard him say is watch and and see what's he saying he's saying step back take your hands off of it but just watch it just keep an eye on it and see me do the miraculous hallelujah see me do exceeding abundantly see me do what nobody else can do hallelujah give the lord a shout of praise in here tonight (laughs) hallelujah Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Because when you really think about it, as I just said, if the faith is not stretched, if, the faith, if your faith is not stretched at certain points, then what kind of faith do we really have? What kind of faith? And I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to be degrading or anything here tonight. But I've had to check myself on it. Where I'm saying, God, just, just right here, just do this. Or, God, I, I, I don't really want to go and pray for that person because I know that they got something real big. And I'm just being honest here tonight. And, and I don't, they, they need something really big. And if it doesn't happen, then I'm going to feel bad. But if, it's not, if the faith is not stretched beyond comprehension, then is it really faith? Or what happens when it really has to be not stretched a little bit, but stretched a whole bunch? When something real big happens, and we really got to believe God. Where are we at? How are we going to react? But to the point, but are we gonna are we gonna allow God to stretch our faith and say, God, I know that this is a really big ask here tonight, or God, I know this is a really, really big miracle here that I'm needing in the needing tonight. And 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 and, 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 I, and I know that I've said that I believe you, and I've said that I have faith. But when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, are we really gonna say? God, I know that the finances are nowhere to be found. But if you say that they're coming in, I'm going to believe you that they're coming in. And if you say to build it, then that's where we're going to start. Hallelujah. Because I don't know how it's going to come in, God. But I know that you're going to send it in. Praise God. And God, I don't know where this sickness came from or why it's happening to me. But just like Job said, God, though he slay me, yet I will trust him. Hallelujah. And I know that you're going to see me through it. Or God, I know that I walked in bound by something tonight. Or God, I know I came in tonight dealing with a certain thing. But God, I know and believe and trust you that tonight is the last night that I walk around carrying this thing. Tonight, I believe you, God, that I get healed. Tonight, I believe you, God, that I get my breakthrough. Hallelujah. Praise God. This woman, she hears the man of God's command. She hears his command, stretch your faith, make me one first, and watch what he does. And, and I'm not copying Pastor Setzer's message or anything like that. I, I went a different direction, but I want to use some of the testimonies that he used. Now, he preached and has preached several messages, and he's given the history of how we ended up in the building that we're in now at ALT. The property, it was, the property was looked at, it was already supposed to be purchased and turned into a bunch of homes for the neighborhood in the area. But God stepped in, and the landowner asked Pastor Setzer and said, you know, they, 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 they went back and forth on some things, and attorneys and real estate agents were 
trying to just do their job and make this man the most money possible and so they could get their cut of the action and things like that and blah, blah, blah. But, but so pastor goes in under the unction of the Lord with faith. He said the Lord dealt with him and said, go and talk to this man. His name was Scott Weidel. He said, you go and talk to, Brother Weidel. You go and talk to Scott about acquiring that, hill, that land on the hill. Pastor Setzer said, God, we don't have the money. We don't have enough money even in any of our accounts for any kind of down payment. We don't have, there's no way. But being obedient, he went into Scott's office in town. Talked with him. They went back and forth. And he said, well, preacher, how much money can you offer? How, how much money can you offer us for this piece of property? They offered us this, I think it was a, little, a few million dollars maybe. You know, don't, don't quote me on that. But it was a big, large lump, lump sum of money that, this homes, that, these, that he was going to get for these homes going into the property. He said, this is how much that they're going to give me. And Pastor Setzer gave him a number, much smaller. And he said he just leaned back in his chair he said, Scott kind of looked at his desk and then looked back at Pastor and said, I think we can make that work. You talk about stretched faith. You talk about a man getting, being offered seven figures and then getting an offer way less than that. And the man sitting back and saying, we can make that work, preacher. You talk about God stepping on the scene and doing exceeding abundantly. And Pastor Setzer said, we began to take special offerings at the church on Sunday mornings. And he said, the very first, to raise money for the property, he said, the very first offering that was taken up on that Sunday morning, we took in $32,000, the largest offering in the church's history at the time. They did it another time. The second offering, they needed $64,000. They had to have $64,000, and they took in $65,000. Hallelujah. More than what was needed. And then they went for a third offering, needing $100,000, and they brought in $101,000 in one offering. Each offering more than the last and the most ever taken in in the history of the church. When we believe and have faith for exceeding abundantly is when we see God step in and, and, and exceed abundantly in our situations. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so this woman, she makes the cake for Elijah and gives it to him. And the Bible says that the barrel of meal never ran out and neither did the cruise of oil fail her. Hallelujah. Because God is not only one who exceeds abundantly, but he is also one who follows through with every single one of his words. He told her, he said, make the prophet a cake first. And I promise you, you're never going to run out of meal. You're never going to run out of oil. You're not going to starve to death and die. You're not going to go by the wayside. You're not going to be left alone. But he said, watch and see what I do. And it never ran out on her. Hallelujah. You know, I've heard, 
I've heard some preachers preach that sermon, preach that message, and I'm not saying this is, I'm not saying what I'm about. Anyways, I've heard, I've heard preachers preach on that scripture, and they've said that they believe that she had to scrape the bottom of that barrel every single day and pour the very last drop of oil out of that cruise every single day. But I remember traveling with Reverend Todd Sloggett one night, and he preached a message, and I tend personally to believe the way that Brother Sloggett believes. And I, I was able and privileged to travel with him, and we drove up to Marion, Ohio, a few hours away from here, and he preached a message, and he talked about this woman. And he said that he doesn't believe that the barrel and the cruise ran out every single day. He said he doesn't believe that this woman had to scrape the bottom of the barrel every day and pour the last drop out every single day. And he said the reason why he believes that it, that it was, he said the reason why he said that he believes that is because our God is not a God of just enough. He said, our God is not a God of just scraping by. He's not a God, and that's what I'm trying to get to you here tonight is, he's not a God of, I'm going to do just enough to get you to the next day, and then we'll see what goes from there. But no, he is a God who goes above and beyond anything we could ever dream of, above and beyond anything we could ever ask or think of. And he said he believes that when God did this miracle for this woman, that they were filled to the very top. No more oil able to go in and no more meal able to go into that barrel because what he said is, he said, my God is not a barrel empty God. My God is a barrel full God. If He's going to make a, a miracle. It's not going to be just a barely miracle, but it's going to be amazing. Yes. Hallelujah. Our own expectations cannot and will not ever match what God is able and willing to do for us if we would just allow our faith to be what governs how we react when we're needing a miracle from God. It's not always easy, though. It's not always an easy thing to do. And I've said it a couple times already tonight. This woman, her life, not only her own life, but the life of her son was on the line. Now, as you hear, I have a child myself. And I've got, we've got another one on the way. All of you in here with children tonight. Me personally, I can go out, I'll... I go out in the woods where I got no phone service. I'll ride four-wheelers and chase deer or turkeys or squirrels and ducks, whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm okay if I'm not okay physically. Like, if I'm out there and I'm freezing to death, you know, there might be something come by here in just a few minutes. I'm going to wait. Or if, if I'm in a situation where I'm having to go hungry, or if I'm in a situation where it's involving me, I can, I can make do as long as I know my children and my wife are taken care of. I can make do. But in this situation, this woman, her son, the life of her son was on the line. It had to be way more tedious of a decision probably to say, am I going to sacrifice the cake for 
and the food that my son could receive for this man that I don't even know? Am I going to, am I going to really let my faith be stretched like this? I would have to know that it was God. And we, we know it was. But I'm just, I'm just having you look at her perspective here tonight. He's saying, make me a cake first. Forget about you and your son for a moment. That's not what he said, but I'm sure that's how she took it. Forget about, you know, let's just hold on a minute. You make me a cake first. And watch and see what God does for you. Make me one first. And I promise you, the God that I serve will follow through for you. Hallelujah. And I don't know what you're in here believing for tonight. I don't know what you came in with here tonight. But I'm asking you tonight. Will you allow your faith to be stretched like this woman allowed her faith to be stretched? Will you allow just for a moment, just for, would you allow God to just let you get a glimpse? Would you allow God, would you allow God to stretch your faith here tonight? Would you allow him, and I believe that he's been dealing with some of you in here tonight of, God, that's me tonight. I came in here needing a giant miracle. I came in here needing you to move, God. I came in here with the attitude of, God, if you don't do it, this is it for me. I came in here tonight saying, God, I need you to move before the night's over with. I came in here tonight saying, God, tonight is the night that I need you to move. Stand with me if you would, and if they would come to the music. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If that's you here tonight, I want you to know that I'm believing that God's going to do that for do what you need tonight. For, hallelujah. If he would, if he was so concerned with a woman and her child during a famine, during a drought, if he was so concerned, saying, if you would let your faith be activated and be obedient to my word, I'll not let you die and I'll not let your son die. I'll not let any, I, I'm so concerned with my word and I'm so concerned with following through and honoring faith that what may seem little, what may seem as little of never letting a barrel of meal and a cruise of oil running out, he said, I'll still follow through with it. Hallelujah. If you came in here tonight, I want Pastor, Pastor Ron and Pastor Jade and Pastor Marcus to come forward. They're going to help us pray here tonight. And any other leaders or prayer warriors that like to come, you can come as well. <clears throat> Hallelujah.
I've screamed at you. I feel like I, I believe I've tried to deliver the word that the Lord gave me to give you here tonight. But I'm asking you, will you allow God to stretch your faith tonight? Will you allow him to maybe bring something back to your mind that you've settled in on? Or maybe something or something that you've not prayed about as much because you've not seen him. You've not seen it come to pass like you thought it would or in the timeline that you thought it would. But I'm asking you here tonight, when you come forward, take your solution you thought, in, you, thought you had in your mind. Take your timeline that you thought it should be done in. Throw it out the window and say, God, I'm just believing you here tonight. I'm just believing you here tonight. I'm believing you that he can do, that you can do exceeding abundantly beyond anything that I could ever dream up. Hallelujah. Pastor Marcus, Pastor Emily, I don't know, but he can do exceeding abundantly. I don't know what you all are believing for, whether it's something in your church or in your families, but I just feel the Lord, he can do exceeding abundantly above anything that you guys ever have ever dreamed of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother Chad, Sister April, this morning in prayer, the Lord brought your family to my mind. And I don't know what this means, but this is just what I saw. And this is, this is just how my brain works and how God gave it to me. I saw gears, like gears coming together in like a watch or something that spin and makes the watch work and it makes it activate. And that's how the, what's what the watch, watch runs on is gears. And the gears were locked up. And they were rusted. And all of a sudden, I could hear it begin to creak. And I could see it begin to turn. And then it jolted and broke loose and began to run again and run again as it once was. I don't know what it is that you're believing God for tonight, but I believe that what was once locked up and stopped up is turning and turning and turning once again in your family. Hallelujah. Whether it's, whether it's a gift of the Spirit, whether it's a lost loved one, or whether it's, I don't know what it is, but I believe you know what it is. But it's turning. It's turning. And the Lord says it's working again. It's working again. It's working again. Believe me in my word. I've exceeded abundantly. You thought it would never work again. But I, the Lord God, say it's running and moving again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands here tonight. Give him praise. <coughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, press in. Sometimes stretching your faith is lingering a little bit longer, as Pastor said. Sometimes stretching your faith is saying, God... I'm going to wait just a little while longer. Hallelujah. 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 If you're in this house tonight, I'm going to make just a few calls. 
If you're in this house tonight and you're not saved and you don't know God and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, I want you to come first. I want you to come first. Find one of these prayer warriors and they will lead you through to salvation. Hallelujah. If you're in this house tonight and you're not saved and you say, Austin, I want to be saved, I want you to come. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's not to embarrass you. I promise you. It is not to embarrass you. All right. Secondly, if you're in this house tonight and you've not received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I want you to take that first step of faith and I want you to come next because we believe that you're going to be filled here tonight. Hallelujah. The old song says, you take one step, he'll take two. Praise God. All right. Last call. If you're in this house and you're needing a miracle, I don't care what it is. I don't care how big it is. I want you to come. Because, once again, I don't say this boastful, but I've been praying. I've been fasting. These men of God... And several others in here have been praying and been fasting and believing God. And we believe that tonight you're going to receive your miracle. Whether it's deliverance, chains being broken, whether it's a healing or a lost loved one that, you need, that you're believing God's going to bring in. I want you to come. Hallelujah. Brother Warren, I was going to say your name next, you and Sister Cindy. Because Brother Warren and Sister Cindy and their family, they need a miracle in their family. But you want to know something about Brother Warren? One of the most faithful men I've ever had the privilege of meeting not only to the house of God, but in prayer. Because there's not ever been one time that I've been around him that he's not said a prayer, whether it's over food or anything whatsoever. I have never failed to hear this man of God say, God, touch little Lucy, heal her body, and make her whole. You want to talk about faith being stretched. This family needs a miracle tonight. I don't know what it looks like, but for weeks, for weeks, I have prayed and been believing that God was going to do it. I don't know when he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I just believe that God is going to do it for you and your family, brother and sister. I just believe he's going to do it for you. Hallelujah. If you're in this house tonight and you need a miracle, I want you to come. Hallelujah. This altar is Pastor Jade here. I just want to thank you for watching the service with us today and being a part of it. We ask that you stay in touch with us. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. And we'll see you again soon. We love you. So does God.